All right, guys, Nordy's podcast. Today we talk the Thor trailer, the Stranger Things teaser, we play Would You Rather, and we fantasy book Coachella 2023. Here we go. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How's it going, guys? I feel strangely positive after our sports cast. Yeah, sports was fun. Feeling great. And uh, screen's good, too. And it's just nice to be with you guys. What's up? Yeah, Jim has been howling like crazy. Wolves are, uh, the Jimber Wolves are performing at an all-time high, at least since 2004. And that's exciting. <laughs> go back, listen to that episode. It was a lot of fun. It was full of positivity. And uh, that means usually means it will come crashing back down to earth this week. But that's okay. I'm ready for that. Can't take this mood away from us now. And we're going to bring that energy into the screencast. So bring your energy to social media and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere that you get your favorite podcast from and get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. King of transitions. Oh. Nice work. Hell of a deal. It's a great deal. What are you guys drinking tonight? I'll go first. I'm back with uh, one of my favorite beers that I've had recently, Teal Label, uh, the Nor- the West Coast IPA from Modest. This is a great beer. We've had it a few times. I actually have it in the fridge, but because we featured it a couple times, I grabbed something else. I reached for the Blackstack Whippets, um, which stuff. is, you know, it looks like, what is that, Wonder Bread branding? Yep. Right? Yep. Uh, Simcoe Mosaic, West Coast Lager. It is really delicious like really good um don't do whippets kids it's really bad for your brain it's really good for you though if you're working in a restaurant beer is in this case beer is actually better than the whippet which is scary just snuff the ready whip cans and you'll be fine nothing (laughs) bad has ever happened um okay so i'm gonna one-up you from blackstack I'm drinking the well-received, the Funky Fader Pilsner with Rivaca, whatever. I assume that's a hop. Uh, Eric, you like Belgians. You like? I had this last week. It was great. Oh, was this the one you had last week? Yeah, delicious. Holy shit, this is great beer. Fantastic. Well, now it's on my radar. All right, guys. Here we go. It's time for Do We Care. We have to start with Thor, Love and Thunder. The trailer dropped, and it looks like another Taika masterpiece. I think that the Thor movies um, have me the most excited of any of the individual movies. This one looks to feature the Guardians heavily Mm -hmm. as well, which will be a lot of fun. Um, I think Taika's take on the MCU is really, really um, funny, and just the tone is perfect. Hemsworth is obviously such a massive star. I think this is one of my most anticipated movies. Do you think... Is there a better combination than Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pratt in terms of uh, comedic chops, like playing off of one another in the yeah, MCU? That's the second best in the movie. The first is Taika and Hemsworth. Oh, with the rock guy? Yeah, but I like <laughs> but I like all of them. They're all so funny. I like that they took the time in a very short trailer to show like a really good like, you know, play off each other moment between the, the Chris's. But you know, we know we know where Chris Hemsworth ranks. He's number one by a lot. He's number yeah, one. Yeah, he's the one that stuck around. A lot of these, like you know, OGs, uh, 
in the original, like who started this whole fucking thing with the Avengers have retired or died or whatever. They're gone. And so we should be very excited about this. It'll be kind of interesting to see what Taika does with the Guardians instead of James Gunn. And I think they have kind of a similar like aesthetic, uh, both very funny and really, really good with comedy. So I expect this movie to be super funny. Um, I like this story. Like there wasn't a ton of conflict in this little short teaser trailer, but I know there will be in the movie. So it was very much like a Rocky montage uh, of a trailer. It's like Stella got his groove back um, trailer. And then with the Lady Thor drop at the end was kind of yeah the, with Natalie that Portman's was the, the red scene. Yeah. yeah, I love Natalie Jane Portman. Foster, dude. She she's now like she got his like broken Mjolnir fixed somehow, and she is. Um, I think she's called like the Mighty Thor or something like that. Oh, so, I yeah. love Natalie Portman. Lady she, Thor is perfect. I don't know. I don't know, but it's cool. I'm excited. I thought it looked great. We didn't get to see. Um, a villain at all. So I think the villain is going to be uh, Christian Bale as like Gore the God Butcher. And so when they showed like Zeus, do you guys see the shot of Zeus in his like Athens, you know, cloud temple or whatever? He's going to yeah. die, right? I mean, they're going to introduce him and then kill all those gods because that's like what Gore is going to do. So. That was Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe is like probably going to be introduced and die like 20 minutes later, which will be hilarious. So just like DC. Yeah. Dude, I thought it was a good little teaser. It had all the humor, had great shots. They're like, everybody's comfortable enough with these characters that they can make it, they can play up comic booky stuff that would look maybe cheesy if you didn't, if you weren't already into the character. You can't start with like the bright blue, yellow, red costume, but now it just looks amazing. And him doing the, uh, instead of like the battling ropes, it's like chains. You know, he's trying to, he's not Fat Thor anymore. He's trying to get yeah. back in shape. Great. Yeah, the montage of him getting yeah. out of his Fat Thorness. Fantastic. I'm psyched. Looks absolutely wonderful. And it's coming out would, Ju- like July, July 22nd or something. Like it's coming yeah, soon. Would we have expected anything less though? No. No. Of course so not. we got Doctor Strange and then that, which is crazy. Can't wait. Um, so. Let's move on to the next thing. Stranger Things trailer dropped as well, our teaser trailer. I thought we did that last week, didn't we? But I don't know. It looks cool. I'm into it. If we didn't, I have new takes, okay? Okay, um, you give me your takes then. Okay, here's my takes. If I talked about this last week, everyone, I'm sorry. But it is going to be a huge show, and we've been away for a really long time. Um, I thought that it looked bad. Oh, shit. <laughs> I thought it looked okay. bad. I, I was very excited about this, but like, I don't know. I don't know if distance doesn't make the heart girl fonder because I don't feel that excited about this. And mm. I actually was really bummed when I saw this new villain. Wonder what he looks like? He looks like Lord Zed before he got his stupid armor. Who's Zed? Lord Zed was like the guy from Power Rangers who was like the big oh. muscular guy who was like on tubes of stuff. And he was oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff, and he had like metal armor on him. That like maybe kept him together or something. I thought the bad guy looked so stupid. I couldn't even believe it. I was like, yeah. So yeah, real quick, that's we did Billy. not talk. We did not talk about this. So. Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, I thought it. I thought it looked kind of cool. I mean, it's it's weird. You know, it was a phenomenon. It's hard to keep that going and keep people caring about it. And then the pandemic made them wait so long between seasons. Um, 
but I'm, I'm excited. It's, it's kind of sad. Like dude, Netflix just doesn't drop hot shit anymore. They don't like, there's just not a lot of good stuff on Netflix. Netflix is like where I go for like reality TV now. Yeah. They just, they got that locked up, uh, but that, that would never keep me subscribing. So, you know, I, I couldn't even finish Ozark. Like, couldn't finish it. I'm done like, with it. I'm not going to finish it. I like Ozark. I really did. I thought it was really Yeah, good. I'm done with it. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I'm going to, like, if Stranger Things sucks, they're in some trouble. They need original content. They need this. Um, I'm not saying it's going to be bad. I just think that, I don't think they know where to go. They've mm-hmm. explored the Upside Down and the Demogorgon all a lot. And now it's like, the people need Eleven and her power to save them. Yeah, I'm kind of don't think I like that. Story, like, so. The other thing is like, dude, like 12 year old, 10 year old kids are cute and charming. 16 year old kids are awkward and annoying. And so they're just at a weird time with that. They can't really play up like the goofy kid with no teeth. Like yeah. that shit ain't going to play anymore. So I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, I'm a little concerned, um, but I am going to watch it the day it drops. So there we go. Yeah, and I think I think the show would be better served now. I think at the first viewing of season one, I think it captured the zeitgeist of the nation. Eventually, Jimbo was ahead of it for mm-hmm. the most part, um, but I think like you know everything kind of caught up with it. Everyone's like, "Oh my god!" I watched the whole season in one night, and now I think this show would be much better served with a weekly drop. Yeah. Of- of the episodes. And and I think, I think, it. I think that would help to like rekindle some of the, the love and the magic of, of what stranger things set out to be. Dude, debt. Netflix desperately needs people to talk about Netflix shows for like a month and a half instead of a week and a half or two weeks. Right. Cause they can't so always they really drop shows like the tiger King where there's like lawsuits and uh, kidnappings and molestations and, and robbing, you know, teen girls of their virginity by a crazy guy named Doc Antle, you know. Yeah. Like that that's that's pre-pandemic, man. We we are like like at beginning pandemic. We we're post-pandemic now. We need a whole different set of shows. You're right. We do. Um all right guys, let's move on to another trailer, The Crime Crimes of the Future. What is this? So it's David Cronenberg, right? So he's done, I don't know. I can't think of it. He, he's like this weird filmmaker that does weird ass shit. Okay. Um, I think he did the fly, which was actually like a really normal, not a normal movie, but it was like straightforward and you could understand the plot. And it wasn't just like straight visuals for an hour and a half that really had no, um, like, you know, so indie that it didn't have an ending. Um, but otherwise, yeah, he's pretty weird. And this one has, who's in this movie? Somebody help me. Kristen Stewart, which kind of sucks. But then it's got, um, Ryan, who was the dude that was in like, oh, fuck, man. I don't know. You set me up for this, but I don't know who's in this movie. But I'd say, yeah, hold on. Sorry. It does look really scary and creepy. And I'm kind of into it, but I think it's going to be so weird. It's Viggo Mortensen. He did the same. He did the, uh, the Eastern Promises. Same, same vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Eastern Promises was actually super fucking cool, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I just like this movie will probably be really weird and definitely niche. Uh, probably not even a straightforward narrative. I don't know. It's it makes for a crazy trailer though. People with yeah, like their like, eyes sewn shut and like ears all over their heads, and it's going to be wacky. Wow, I 
I don't know what to think about that. I kind of care. I kind of care. I, I'm, yeah. I'm in. I'm into like Cronenberg. Like just from an outsider's perspective, I will definitely be keeping an eye on this. He's known to do really, really weird like body horror stuff, which is I like practical effects. That'll be cool. And his kid is making movies now too. Um, and he made a pretty good one a, a few years back. So runs in the family, I guess. All right, guys, let's uh, head away away from that weird stuff to a, gal- <laughs> a galaxy far, far away. Uh, we found out Mandalorian Season 3 is coming this summer. Hell yes. yeah. That was, uh, oh, for, uh, for God's sakes, who's the guy who played Gus Fring? Uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, he, he uh, revealed that? He kind of, like, let it slip, right? Because uh, Star Wars doesn't have a lid on everything, so it, like, accidentally slipped out that it was going to be coming... They let him make that, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course they did. It's like the the Tom Holland Spider-Man, you know, spoilers that he But the reason it's news is because I think I think we thought it would be fall or it would be winter. Um, but it sounds like it might be July or August or something, which is great. I don't want to I mean, once Obi-Wan ends, it's gonna have been the greatest show of all time. And then we'll just be like really dying for more Disney, more Disney Star Wars shows. So yeah, man. Give it to us sooner. One of my worry is yeah. that maybe only Mandalorian is good. Oh, Possible. that could happen. Like, every other thing that happens in Star Wars is bad, and only Mandalorian <laughs> is good. It might just be that. Might, maybe we just... Yeah. What's, his, what's the guy's name? The Red Viper? Pedro Pascal? Pedro? Pedro Pascal. Maybe it's just him. Maybe it's only Pedro Pascal. Oh. Dude, Pedro Pascal, like, hardly even does anything. He does, like... He doesn't even show up on set. He just does voice... <laughs> <laughs> mostly yeah. Yeah, and you know i mean what? i'm not gonna give him the credit okay let's let's find someone else to give the credit to you know but. what every time he says something emotional in a not emotional way i am i feel that i feel it too i feel it too all right uh, so speaking of star wars uh bryce dallas howard says the ahsoka show will be rewarding for clone wars fans why don't you take this one buddy loved clone wars i loved rebels even more ahsoka is a big part of that whole universe I would go so far as to say that I think that those shows probably tell more good story than the movies of Star Wars do. Okay. Which I know is a crazy thing to say because the movies have... No, it's probably true because there's a lot more to it, but that also sucks. Good TV always can tell better stories than good movies. It's not that I'm saying that it's better than the movies. I mean, I like live action more than I like cartoons, but there's a lot of bad in the movies and there's... There's just so many cool stories and good characters, and they take their time so much that I actually think they're, they're really rewarding. They've come up with my two favorite characters, Ahsoka and Thrawn. And um, if they give us Ahsoka, Ezra, Thrawn, uh, um, Sabine Wren, all of the cool characters from these shows, it's going to be so electric. And it's going to totally expand the Star Wars universe, at least the live-action universe, into a place that I think will be better than it's ever been. Um, we also yeah. got news that Lars Mikkelsen is the live action version of Thrawn, which I have only seen him in a few things, but he is so creepy and serious that I think this is a flawless casting. I think it's going to be perfect. Yeah, I think it's another good news. I think it's yeah, a good and dude, and plus, dude, Bryce Dallas Howard has proven herself to be. One of the best directors uh, doing live action Star Wars. So for her to like have this heavy hand going into Ahsoka, dude, 
we should all be excited. Even if you're not a huge fan of, of the Clone Wars or Rebels, which I, I tried. I tried. I think Rebels is actually the better watch. Clone Wars is like so long and has so many bad episodes. And mm-hmm. Rebels is shorter and more to the point. And, and Clone it, Wars was first, right? Yeah, Clone yeah. Wars is more. Yeah, so, and it was super early. I don't think they knew what they were doing. They were just like, we got a bunch of animators and a budget, so let's just make as we many. Gotta, I, mean, I think they had different writing teams working at the same time yeah. because, like, the episodes didn't always like. They'd be like, "Dude, we just got to crank shit out," and so this week it's going to be a bottle episode of the Yoda and Chewie on a planet. Yes, outside of the main story, and some of that stuff is really tragically bad. Whereas mm-hmm. Rebels, they kind of have an idea the whole time. They introduce so many characters that I think we'll probably spend our next decade with. In Star Wars, um, I think like Ahsoka, Ezra, Sabine, and Thrawn are like going to be staples in Star Wars TV and hopefully movies. And I do think Thrawn is like the best character because he's like the um, tactical genius villain who's not really that evil, but he's just fighting for the side you're not. And he's always a step ahead of you. And he's just perfect. So. I'm really excited about this. I'm more excited about this than I am for Obi-Wan, and I know I'm probably alone in that. Amazing. Well, that gets me, you know, 1% more excited for it. So It's because you're one of the, like, 42 people that have watched all of the Clone Wars leading up to... so not fair. I'm sure there's more than 42, or there's at least 4,200, dude. I'm kidding. (laughs) Jesus. All right, guys, next up, um, a TED show is coming to Peacock. I will watch this. Okay. it's done. It's not written by Dan Brown, though. You know that. Oh. <laughs> Neither was any of these other shows written by Dan Brown. He licensed it and walked away with a check, dude. There's no mystery here, Eric. I will watch this knowing it's probably going to be pretty bad. But I thought Ted was... It was fine. It wasn't that bad. It was kind of funny. It was kind of I funny. Agree. Ted 2 was, like, really bad, though. And what do you think this is going to be? This is going to be Ted 5 level bad. It's Look, probably going to be bad. We're all going to try it. I'm going to watch a couple episodes. It's be fine. It'll probably be half an hour. That's always cool. All right. Uh, well, I sort of care. Yeah. Yeah. I, care I sort of care. All right. Uh, Secrets of Dumbledore records the worst opening of any Potter movie. I think that they've made just a disastrous mistake in sticking with this series. Should like, they just was, cut it loose? Uh, they should probably just apologize and start over. I think like it's so damaged that even if this movie's pretty good, I think the stink is just on the whole thing. Dude, and, like, it's not that good. Like if you if you look at the reviews of people who are like, I really wanted to like this as a finale, you know, like kind of a it's book not end, a finale. Or, like, You're supposed to no, make two but, more. I know, but like I think everyone is like thinking Jude Law and Mads Mickelson are not gonna be a part of the next two. Right. And so I think they were looking at it as a little bit of a bookend and it's bad. I really think that the plan should be this. They should hold a press conference and they should say, we're really sorry, everyone. Um, We are going to cancel the rest of these movies. And we'd actually like you just to forget that they happened. We're going to delete them from from. And they're just going to be like, this is all Johnny Depp's fault. And um, if it wasn't for him, we'd be in great shape. And then, and then I want them to say announce a first Wizarding War HBO show, and um, as Mallory Rubin said, uh, another show called Law and Order, and it's uh, about Harry Potter, the Order, and they just dump the 
the truck of money on Daniel Radcliffe's driveway. And I'm sorry, or in his closet under the stairs. And mm. he's just getting a hundred million dollars to like do a movie or two movies and a TV show or something. What, what yeah. are Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson, uh, Watson and Rupert Grint doing anyway? Uh, counting their money. No, yeah, yeah, but nothing though. <laughs> I think just Jimbo. super rich and not working. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not really sure what they do, but yeah, I. But want- they're probably bored, and I'm just saying, like, if if HBO came in with like a uh, from the top rope offer, they would all say yes. Oh yeah, they would. He he. I will say this though. Um, Radcliffe's take is pretty good. He's like, they tried to redo Star Wars, and it wasn't very good. And so I think he would need to see that the project was. He would in- do an R-rated one, though. I was gonna. I was just gonna he would say do a mature audience one where, like, you do a spell it, and the, fu- the fucking person like blows up in blood and shit. That'd be awesome. Make it Game of Thrones level Harry Potter and <laughs> like, like watch Harry that always uses like Septum Sempra, and it's just like horrible graphic violence nonstop. <laughs> I you would know what love- I'm talking about. Like I, I, alcoholic, alcoholic Harry. It's like dealing. <laughs> it's like dealing with pain. Just like he's like, I drink seventeen just, butter beers a day just to get to work. Or like, like somebody's like, "Hey, Potter," and he's like, "Sex of Sempra," and like just slices him in half. Like just he's walking down the street on his broomstick, yeah. dude. I love it. Yeah, he's like always. He he like has no purpose in life without Voldemort. And so, yeah. oh yeah, he's lost. He's lost without Voldemort. They need each other, like the Joker and Batman. And so he just he he is just looking for that next high, but it does it hasn't existed until now. I love it. Yeah, and he's kill, he's like hoped so many wizards. He's like let wizards escape to get more powerful, and then he just like gets bored of them and just literally chops them in half. I am so into this. I yeah. am. Psyched. I either need a spell that like that either breaks people's bones in a horrible way or puts their bones through their skin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you like know, that? Like, yeah, I mean, it'd be so out there and so wild that I couldn't even be really... Or, like, what if, what if he comes up with a spell that, like, he gets you to, like, cut your own? Oh, God. Yeah. Can you I imagine? Want, I don't want this show anymore. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, I, I hope... I'm going to go see this movie because why wouldn't I? But it's going to be bad. I'm pretty sad about it. Yeah. I honestly, I wanted to see the last one. I have zero desire to see this. Yikes. Yeah. And right. on, I know they're supposed to make two more. I think this is supposed to be like kind of the apex, right? The, I bet the, this movie is left the wide open. No ending. Like literally, yeah, it's supposed to play right into four. Yeah. Anyways, Disastrous. let's move on. Disastrous. All right, next up, Warner Brothers is uh, discovering or is uh, discussing overhauling the DC film universe. They must have listened to the Nordies podcast for the last three years. They did. This is yeah. all we've been calling for. So the universe this is, is in shambles. This is surprising. So Discovery bought WB. So I was like, okay. So they now own the rights to like Discovery. It's called like Warner Brothers Discovery or something owns this whole thing, and they're like, all right. We are going to continue with one-off weird movies. Like they liked Joker and they liked, um, you know, the new Suicide Squad stuff, but the they Batman. didn't like any. Yeah. And they like, they were good with Batman, but they really want to redo a bunch of stuff and they want to like make new Superman movies. Um, 
and they want to, so they have this whole plan and they're like, with new ownership, they can make these changes. And we've been talking about this. They need to blow it up. Okay. I don't, I wanna, like, I don't want them to like limp along for another 10 years. Just blow well, it up now. They, yeah. They need to do anything else. Or anything they, else. 10 I mean, years will slip by. Like we don't even fucking realize with the same stuff. Like, yeah, just, just blow it up now. And in two years, we can have something cool. And it would be so excited if they were going to relaunch the DC universe, we'd be hyping it up. Okay, I'm going to go with my personal um, DC acceptable things that I like that they made. Coming in fifth place, The Joker. I don't even know if I liked it, but it was pretty good, right? Yeah. I um, enjoyed it until the guy started laughing in the theater, and then I feared for my life, and then it ended, and I didn't We die. thought we were going to get fucking Aurora, dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> rough. Number four. <laughs> it's not a uh, verb. I'm sorry, but let's keep moving. <laughs> Number four. I'm going to go with uh, the Suicide Squad, okay? I, mm-hmm. I, I liked that. Uh, yep. Number three, I'm going to go with Wonder Woman, the original one. Definitely not the second one. Which is, after a, after a misstep like that in the second one, you could blow that up, recast, yeah. who cares? Number two, my second favorite thing they did was uh, Peacemaker. Yeah. And Very my good. number one was the Batman. Nolan. Oh. No, oh, he Batman. made the new one. Yeah, the new one. I liked it. Okay. I like Suicide Squad actually probably the best out of any of that. But yeah, that's that's the successful stuff. I think Aquaman is, is fun. I'm actually excited for this next Aquaman movie. Um, but even The Flash is like, fuck now. They have to recast that guy. So that's all off the rails. The whole thing is trash, dude. All right, guys, it's time for a Hot Rex and Not Rex. And there's only one place to start. That's with the uh, biggest show on television right now. That's right. Netflix is The Ultimatum. It kind of is. I've this seen is, I've, like once you start seeing memes about it, you know it's like a pretty popular deal. This show is. I watched the whole thing and and I watched the reunion. Because um, of course, there's a reunion. You watched the reunion? Yeah, of course I did. I had to. I thought these were happening live. What the hell? No, no, no. no. Um, so I think I've watched five, and that's a lot for me for reality TV, and it is a shit show. This is the most pandemonium show I've ever seen in my life. This is such a disaster. The cruelty it took to make a show to right. just destroy people, humiliate them, and uh, not make them into stars. And the just trash bag people it would take to sign <laughs> up for this shit is <laughs> classic. So the meme that I liked was like, uh, you know, Nick and Vanessa Lachey. And they go, so you know how some people are emotionally unstable? And then the Netflix guy goes, first of all, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, It's been pretty fun. Eric, can I just point out something that I feel is like a little bit ironic in that you don't, you can't watch people being fake stabbed and killed. Yeah. Pretty gross. But like neck region mostly. Yeah. You're totally okay with like people's having their life's, absolutely ruined for real um they're kind of fakey i listen i'm kidding but like you realize like the people that are getting stabbed in the neck like that's a prop and it's fake and it's not happening but like the people on this show like their lives are actually getting potentially ruined for real i feel like these people are probably dating up after this show you know like they're like, they're like they know what they yeah no they they totally know what they're signing up for they're 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 like, up. they're like d minus level celebrities now who get to like date better looking people and like are 
you know, had uh, have 80,000 people follow them on. Best case media. scenario for these people is that they get to do nightclub appearances and DJ yeah. appearances and yeah. they can make, they can make upwards of $700 an event. I mean, that's, yeah. that's peaking for these people. So well, yeah. up from zero to a 700. Exactly. Yeah. It's a big, that's a big jump. That's a 700% jump. Yep. Honestly. Um, I think the show is, it's a wreck. I think it's a wreck. It's a it's, wreck. It's really fucking bad in the best possible way. I think it's a moment in reality TV and I think people should check it out. It's probably the most entertaining of these trash Netflix reality TV shows. Some of them are like really bad. Like the social network climbing thing. I, that was like, I tried to watch it too. I try to watch all these shows, you know, I do my homework and they're all bad. And this one was good. So it's a wreck from a hey, reality. All, all should have to be as entertaining, right? From a reality TV standpoint, is it better or worse than Tiger King? When that oh no, Tiger out. King was very special, but that Tiger wasn't really King reality. Was, TV. That was a documentary. So yeah, Tiger King was a documentary. I mean, I think that this is more like. I mean, it's the exact same people who are who are doing um, Love Is Blind. It's okay. just a fair, enough. fair enough. You're right. You're right. Yeah, and that was pretty good too. Yeah, that was the last like, one I watched actually. This one is just crazy because they date. So what it is is they they give someone the ultimatum, and like the rules of reality TV are so funny to me because. The whole thing is Nick Lachey and his wife, was her name Vanessa? Yeah. They're, they're trying to tell you that she gave him an ultimatum. And that's why they know that this works. But like. Yeah. And then they broke up and dated other people. And then they got married. And now they're, you know, 10 years later, whatever it's been. Right. And so they think healthy. that their path of him being a celebrity and her chasing a celebrity is how. Well, she was a, kind of a celebrity too. but She was? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Vanessa, What was, I can't remember what her last name used to be, but yeah, she was like a MTV VJ gal and whatever, whatever. She yeah. used to look, so she they, was famous for being hot in some way. They do this whole thing about how they know how to have a good relationship and so everyone should. So then they, these people, they go on there, they date somebody else um, in front of their partner. Then they live with that person for three weeks. They're all kind of like, it's kind of a social experiment. Like, are you allowed to hook up? And they're all kind of trying to like figure out if they're allowed to hook up and they're all kind of like trying to sneak that off the camera. It feels like, yeah, that's probably the most entertaining part of the whole show. It's just, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. It's a wreck. (laughs) Check it out. The ultimatum who watched outer range this week. Me, me. Yeah. We, we, we both watched it. So this is like, you know, it's, it's Amazon. So my expectations were bottom of the barrel, but then you got Josh Brolin and you're like, well, if we're going to get excited about, you know, like Oscar Isaac jumping onto a, a TV show and leading it, we should probably give some respect to Josh Brolin. And this is like, um, I think this is trying to take the popularity of Yellowstone mixed with, I don't know, any sci-fi show that people like. Um, so, Jimbo, you want to hear my Black mirror or whatever it might be? My joke that I had in that exact same vein. Do it. Outer range seems like Yellowstone with extraterrestrial steps. There you go. Yeah, that's it, right? X-Files, whatever. Um, And that's, I mean, it seems cool, right? So you have kind of like a a Yellowstone-ish drama, cowboy drama in Wyoming with, you know, these guys didn't draw draw my land perfectly the way I thought it was. And you owe me this hundred miles of whatever bullshit. Yeah, it's that shit. And that yeah. stuff I would be bored with, but 
then you have a giant magic hole in the ground and mysterious people drawn to the area and all that stuff that I'm like, all right, it's, it's well done. I mean, it's well acted. It's pretty well written. It looks amazing. And you have like the sci-fi shit. So I'm into it. I, I think I like it. I think it's a good, like maybe it's a good show. I don't know yet. It, only two in. And Brolin carries it for sure. Yes. Need him. Um, and Eric, this ticks a lot of your boxes of the mystery, right? The unknown, the thing that, the thing that you're trying to discover as you watch it, you know, as a viewer or the things you're, the, the, you know, the rocks you're trying to turn over to, to see what's underneath them. So, yep. um, it is a soft wreck. I think at this point, mm-hmm. trending towards a hot wreck, but we'll Ooh, see. That's, we'll see dude, I goes. couldn't agree more. That's exactly where I'm at. Um, I'm going, I'm excited for episode three. As soon as I see it pop up, I don't even know what day it drops, but I will be on it. Oh, um, oh, why why yeah. wouldn't you know that, Jim? Is that because Netflix or sorry, Amazon has no fucking clue what they're <laughs> doing with their streaming service and how to market it and how to let people know that like this this new episode dropped of something? Like the, I watched two episodes of this, or sorry, I watched the first episode and I I literally had to scroll and try and find it and I couldn't, and then I had to go into the search bar to find episode two outer range. And it was just like, why should I have to search for that? That should be the first thing that comes up when I like log into the website. Anyway, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. They get Josh Brolin and pay millions of dollars and you can't even find the show. And but, they're like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But Lizzo is going to be like my top like trending, yeah. like, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I think the show, like I said, like we're like Ryan said perfectly, soft wreck, trending on hot wreck. We'll see what happens. We're going to keep up with it. Eric, I am curious. What you think? I'd like to see what you think. You should watch one and two, and let me know. But um, yeah, it's cool, man. It's great. Yeah, hey, sure. and you know who I like in it? It's got okay. You know the brother that was in Ozark that that died, like the kind of mentally oh, unstable brother. I wish that the son would die. No, but go on. Yeah, I, I know. Him. I know. Unfortunately, the brother died, and I liked him. And he's in this, and he's good in this. So it's got some good actors. We'll we'll see what happens. All right, good stuff. All right, wrap the man. Dude, Guy Ritchie has fallen off like I cannot believe. This is a Jason Statham, like, armored truck robbing movie. Ryan, did you try to watch it? I know you said, like, you were. it was kind of on your radar. No, but I, I yeah, I, I know where it, it is. It's yeah. on Paramount Plus, and it, I couldn't finish it. I watched over half of it. It's horrible. So it is a not wreck, and I can't believe Guy Ritchie is just, like, what is he doing now? I don't know. He's not making good movies. I don't. If he wrote this, it's really, really, really bad. He's it's, cash the and writing checks, is yo. so bad. Cash and checks, left yeah. and right. So that's a not wreck. Next. All right. Next up, we have Scream. Not wreck. Watch the entire thing. Finished it. Um, it's so meta, and I know that's in, intentional. But you know, they're like predicting the plot throughout the movie and talking about how you know the killers might be motivated to like bring a good story to this town so that they make a better movie out of it. And the movies are called stab. And they're like, we want to make stab six. That's going to be like a reboot, but it's going to be a soft reboot. Like Hollywood likes to do and it. It didn't work for me. Um, I know that people didn't think this was terrible, but I thought it was terrible. This is not a wreck. Also Paramount Plus. Kind of a horror aficionado. We trust you. I am, but I don't always like slashers. Um, not my genre. And this was like 
I don't like any of the Scream movies, even the first one, really. So didn't love this. This was a nut wreck as well. All right. What about Titan, though? Oh, my God. What a fucking movie. I mean, uh, I've never seen so much nudity in a movie. Where and, can we like, find this? Of, <laughs> it's on Hulu. And it's a French movie. And it is crazy as fuck. I mean, you guys probably wouldn't like this. I don't really know. But, like, it was such an experience watching it. I actually think it's, like, a wreck. And I I would give it, like, a fresh. But more like a B-. minus. You know, not it's not great. But what a fucking crazy, mind-bending, don't-know-what-to-expect movie. Incredibly graphically violent. Nudity everywhere. Um, the the girl that I don't know who this actress is that plays Titan, but she is the most fearless actress I've ever seen in anything. She's absolutely willing to do anything for the movie. She like smashes her face on shit. I swear she's doing it for real. I can't even tell. Um, she is naked the entire movie almost. Dude, this movie is fucking crazy. It's like she has like sex with a car, and then she's maybe pregnant with a with a car baby. I'm telling you guys, it's it's batshit indie, and it's it's actually pretty enjoyable. And I it's a wreck for me, but like, buckle up! Don't let your kids walk in the room when you're watching it. I don't know what to tell you. And if you if you like, just think you're it's like so disgusting. Don't blame me because I warned you. But Titan on Hulu is Eric's going to try and parlay. Eric's going to try and parlay his love for Lupin into mm-hmm. his love for Titan. Titan. Like, no, I'm really into French films. And yeah. <laughs> dude, I, I don't even know if this movie makes sense, but I enjoyed watching it and it was shocking. I had my mouth wide open multiple times. So, and I've seen a lot of, lot of, well, that Ryan's giving me looks, um, well, <laughs> but mouth wide open. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this movie shocked me. Okay. I don't. And I'm not easy. I, it's, it's hard to shock me. I've seen a lot of crazy movies in my day. So if you're into what I think will become somewhat of a cult classic, like people, it has a decent Rotten Tomato score and um, it's just a weird horror movie from France. With a lot of there nudity. You go. Yeah. yeah, but it's 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 maybe my only wreck of the group. All right, uh, next up, we're playing a game. We're going to play Would You Rather here on the Nordies podcast. Sweet. Okay, so I don't get a chance. I don't get a chance to do a lot of games. Um I'm a, I'm a big behind-the-scenes guy, if you will. You're everything. Um, but I knew we didn't have a rewatch for this week because we've been kind of debating on what we're going to do. Maybe Eric will bring that up a little bit later. And I thought I would just come up with a few fun questions in a would-you-rather sense, would-you-rather sense in a non-sexual, non-French film uh, titane <laughs> uh, type of scenario. It's probably good. So I'm going to kind of go, like, serious fun serious fun like there's a little bit of like a, a pattern here like they're not all like uh crazy but we're gonna start at the top and we're gonna we're gonna kind of set the tone for the rest of this and so i'm not really gonna answer these questions this is between eric and jimbo okay what I'd like to do um all right so here we go screencast version of would you rather would you rather be nominated for an academy award twice and lose or mm. be nominated for a golden globe once and win you got to get nominated for that Academy Award twice. Way bigger deal, don't you think? Absolutely not. I am a winner. I want to be. I don't even know <laughs> what the Academy Awards are. What are the Academy Awards? Are they like a bad. Oscars. They're what? Uh, the Oscars. Oh, what's the other one? 
Golden Globes. Globes. What are the Golden Globes? Golden Globes happen first, and they often predict. Golden Globes does TV and movies. Okay. And then they kind of predict. It's like a smaller show, and then they usually predict the, uh, you know, can predict the winners for the Oscars. I'm winning the Golden Globe all day, every day. He's a big FA Cup guy. He's like, give me that FA Cup. I'd rather take that than than get in two finals for the the Premier League or the the Champions League. You know, a life as a B list celebrity is not a bad life. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, we go different on that one. All right, that's kind of crazy. So, Jimbo, you'd rather lose twice. Uh, I'd rather be nominated for two Oscars. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, all right. So this one kind of ties both podcasts together. Would you rather Ooh. sit next to Jack? at a Wolves at the Lakers game or Spike at a Wolves at the Knicks game? Oh, shit. I don't know at this point. Probably Jack at the Lakers because Spike Lee is so crazy at the the Knicks games that I think he'd hate me and he'd be mad at me for not cheering. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I would be wrapped up in some, some drama. Jack easily. I don't know if I want a team to lose more because of a fan than with Spike and the Knicks. Yeah. He's the most unlikable fan ever. And it feels like um, all of his fame at this point is from being a Knicks fan. Yeah, he hasn't made... Well, that's just because you watched the wrong Inside Man, Eric. <laughs> Inside Man. <laughs> I did do that. I did do that. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's move on to question three. What's um, up? Would you rather play a series regular on a CW show for seven years or play a supporting role on house of the dragon for one season. Oh, oh God. Supporting role, house of the dragon for sure. Yeah. You're still a sea level celebrity either way, but at least you're on something timeless, hopefully timeless um, with house mm. of the dragon. I, I don't know, but I'm point. saying I like, you have seven, how, you have am seven I my years. age? Yeah. You've got seven years of like a, a legitimate like yeah. Hollywood contract versus one. I think I think he, I know you love any Game of Thrones related content, but we're talking about like a career here, Eric. I can't. I don't think you can pick that and then go for the Golden Globe. I'm betting. <laughs> yeah, he can't. He can't. He's I'm betting. I'm betting on myself. I'm betting that I'm so good. You parlay dragon that the CW calls. Well, hey, did, had you heard of Pedro Pascal? I hadn't when he came on Game of Thrones as the Red Viper. Nah, we hadn't well, heard of him, and now look at him. He's getting his own HBO show. He's headlining. He's he's fucking Joel on Last of Us. I can't wait. Yeah, that's a good point. I think I think I take the HBO. I mean, you gotta, dude. You're pigeonholed. If you're on the C Dub, you're on the C Dub. Have you ever seen those guys jump to HBO? No, no, no. no. Never I, have. Listen, but that's that's part of the question: is do you go for the consistency and like the steady paycheck, or like like Eric said, like betting on myself that this is gonna springboard into something further I, I put on the blonde wig and i i i jump on the hbo house of dragon dude all right i think you guys are answering the questions pretty consistently with with what i would expect really? um would you rather star alongside kevin james or kevin hart in a buddy cop movie <laughs> i so wow. i'm so positive it's kevin hart uh mm-hmm. kevin james is a zero out of ten funny. <laughs> He's so unfunny. Kevin James, if Kevin James is in a movie, I know it's not going to do well. In the- if Kevin Hart oh. is, so many, even though I don't like Kevin Hart, everybody else seems to. 
So mm-hmm. me and Kevin Hart, um, I think we'd actually be a pretty good duo. I'd say option C, Kevin Pollock. Remember him? <laughs> no, I think I'd go Kevin Hart. I mean, you have to. He's still making hit movies. I could be the new rock. I mean, they team up all the time. You never know. All right. Um, question five. Would you rather die a hero or live long enough to become the villain? <laughs> 100% live long enough to become the villain. Really? Yeah, duh. I don't want to die. I'm trying to live as long as I can. I'm here to preserve life. If I have to be a villain, so fucking be it. Wow. I think I'd die the hero. I mean, life's short anyways, and, you know, you can't just be a dick about it. I don't know. That's very... This is a very philosophical question. I know that this is a Batman question, but it's like... I love that question. I I thought it was relevant. uh, I thought it was relevant because, you know, I feel like we're in intro to philosophy. I feel like if I lived long enough to become a villain, I probably did things that were successful enough and cutthroat enough that I'm probably living like a fat You're living a good life and you've got enough money. You've got enough money to buy out. In the real world, (laughs) it's very hard to tell the villains from the bad guys or from the villains from the heroes. Like, is Elon Musk a villain or a hero? Is Jeff he's Bezos a To many, he's both. I mean, it's... They're absolute mega villains. And well, right. Exactly. But they have and if that's what I'm planning up for, then they have that's enough not money to hire teams of people to post videos about them on TikTok, about them being so funny and witty and clever. Right. No, but I think what Jimbo is talking about I mean, is then how... you could be like Putin. I'm like, I don't want to end up like Putin, but if I end up like Jeff Bezos, so be it. Piss in the water bottles. Get back to work. Fuck, dude! No, I think, if I was if I was Putin, I would be a peaceful. And no, you'd be a villain. That's what you sign up for. That's yeah, what you'd be just a villain said. living in my mansion, scoring ten goals against pro hockey players that were letting me score. <laughs> I'd I be a villain, but I wouldn't be like go to one every round. Kim Jong. What Jimbo's point was: if you look back like four years ago, Elon Musk, uh, from a social media standpoint, was painted as a villain, right? Because he's upending the you know. Uh, energy industry um, for for lack of a better term of like the oil and gas magnates that are just raking in money left and right and all right. of a sudden like there's this battery like operator. He's actually going to be a hero and now right. it seems like he's sort of just become like a right wing troll or something. But no, too. Yeah, but now, now he's celebrated by the right wing trolls because they're like, oh look at the left squirming because Elon Musk is going to buy Twitter you know, and now their free speech center is gone. And it's like, yeah. uh, dude, you're tweeting this on Twitter, you fucking idiot. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Moving like on. That one. So if you were forced to tomorrow, would you rather act or direct? Direct. Easy. I that's that would be a ama- like literally my dream job is directing. I but just you never did it. Are making tried. significantly less money. Oh, than acting? Yeah. I'm saying like if you're gonna Ooh. be an actor, you're gonna get paid on like actor salaries, or you're gonna direct and you're gonna get paid on director salaries. Act, no doubt about it. Yeah. My ego is no, too I'd, big. I'd want to be a director. That'd be amazing. I like that one. All right. Um uh, <clears throat> Excuse me, question seven out of 11. In 10 years, <laughs> would you rather reboot the Jurassic World movies or the Office TV show? I think you could do Jurassic. You could do Jurassic, the universe, a lot better than they have with these movies. Like, they could be legit cool. 
I would like to do the office because I think that with the changing technology, like what the workplace looks like will change enough that it could be funny and original mm. still. But I will tell you guys that I watched, I, I started to watch and stopped because it's very good. The original office with what's his the name? British. Ricky yeah. Gervais. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's really bad. Watched, it's and also, the thing that was so alarming to me was, is that the story was like the same exact story. And a lot of the jokes were the same exact jokes that they told in the reboot American one. And I was oh, like, really? oh, I heard this joke on the other one. That's alarming. They just stole the exact joke. Oh, I didn't know. I mean, I had tried to watch it, but I just was like, no, it's. And it, it, honestly, when the uh, first office started, American version was just kind of awkward, too. Like, it wasn't super funny right away. So can't even imagine. I like that you're both. Uh, I, I tried to frame these questions so that you both might have different answers. And we've mostly disagreed. Yeah. OK, so would you rather <clears throat> if your brain is able to every time you finish all of it? delete from your memory the Harry Potter books and movies or the Game of Thrones TV series. So you Oh yeah, I would so, want to delete the Harry I mean, can you imagine I mean, I want to re-experience and I got to a little bit reading that to my kids and seeing them like light up um for the first time. Potter. So it's Harry Potter. It's close, it's close though because Potter is better and it's it was just like a bigger thing. To me, it was longer. There was more of it. It lasted a longer period of my life. But Thrones, like, I don't know if there's much better in the world than there were for, like, a, a, a six, camp. Six years. Six yeah. solid years. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I don't know if, like, like you'd get to episode eight or nine of Thrones, and you'd be like, well, here it comes. Like, mm-hmm. Battle of the Bastards. Like, fuck, what's going to happen? And, like, you'd spend all week, like, it was the goddamn Super Bowl between Jon Snow and Ramsay Bolton, and you were like, who is going to fucking win this thing? It was so electric. The highs of Thrones were so crazy, but it's Potter. Damn. I I thought I would split that that vote between Jimbo. I thought Jimbo would have gone Thrones, and Eric would have gone Eric likes Potter Potter more than I do, even. He likes both more than I do, maybe. Would you rather smoke tobacco with Seth Rogen or Joe Rogen? Seth Rogen. I hate Joe (laughs) Rogen. Come on, you know we're both gonna say Seth Rogen. I don't, but unless I'm on his podcast, that's the caveat is you're on Joe Rogan's podcast and you have the opportunity to refute his bullshit. God, no, because then ever I'd probably get assassinated after that. Yeah, that's true. You might get you'd never you'd never be able to walk in downtown Minneapolis ever again. Dude, don't don't get me wrong. I know that there are some people here who will probably like hate us every time we rip on Joe Rogan. It's not that I don't think Joe Rogan is talented or interesting or has good ideas. If you would have asked me a few years ago, I would have spoken very favorably about Joe Rogan and thought he was mm-hmm. interesting. But yeah. I do think that he has kind of like sold his soul to make some points that are definitely very political in nature. And I, I happen to disagree with those points. And so it kind of makes him feel like an adversary. But I don't I don't think he's like. You know, I used no, to but we've he, we've said this yeah. before. They they're figuring out where the more lucrative stance is, right? Yeah. And so they're angling. There's just not direction. as much, and we're lucky. I mean, there's just not as much media tailored towards people that have those like really staunch conservative views. Um, and he realized I can tap into that. Uh, all right, so that one was more of a funny one, not really a a, a serious one. This one, Ooh. I don't know. I don't know where this one might go. 
This is 10 of 11. So this is our last two. Would you rather okay. replace, as an actor, would you rather replace Q in the Bond series or Benji in Mission Impossible? Wow. So would I rather like take the role of Q or Benji? Yeah. So like Q, which is has like a very limited role and you're mostly like behind the scenes. Way or more would you rather iconic. be but yeah, exactly. Or would you rather be Benji that's like a little more forward and you get to be comedic and kind of play with the role a little bit more? I'd rather be probably... Q because I like Bond so much more. Yeah, it would be really, really amazing to be like in the reboot of of Bond as Q and honestly probably the only role I could ever get <laughs> in any of it. Well, let's say they're both available to you. Yeah. yeah. I, and they're similar roles, right? I get it. Like actually I never even made that comparison that Benji is the kind of the Q of uh of Mission Impossible. Um but yeah, you gotta be Q, even though he's in like, you know, the first half an hour for seven minutes, it's still cool. Yeah. All right. This is this is it. This is this is my favorite question of the night. Um, would you rather help Christopher Nolan write and produce his next movie, or sit with the HBO Max executives to help decide the premiere shows for twenty twenty three? HBO, because I feel like being yeah. with Chris Nolan would be like he'd be trying to explain the movie to me, and I'd be like. I'm going to have to watch it three times and watch a YouTube yeah. video. <laughs> you know, I, I totally agree, Eric. I could just Damn be way it. more okay. helpful. Shit. I, I could be way more helpful in the HBO exec room. <laughs> I think he'd be like, yeah. And then um, the bullets will be moving backwards because they'll go into a turnstile thing that will make them go into reverse time. And then yeah. I'd be like, ah, Chris, you're going to have to draw it. I don't know. Yeah. What you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, I'm drawing like, it right now. This. I, this I'll is, get I, you I've coffee, already... Chris. What do you need, man? I got you. I'll support you in every way. Damn it! I'd be like, Chris, I think I'm just gonna go get you a coffee. Like, I'll I just drive know. you to and from set. Is that cool? But in the HBO, like, I would love to see what those rooms are like. We've we've done these writer room talks and these exec room talks and just kind of played out like, what are these people talking about? Like, how do they make these decisions? And I'm ready for prime time. Put me in the fucking room. Let's go. I would love that. Damn it. I thought, I thought. I love that. I thought being in the, like the writer's room with Chris Nolan would have been like the epitome of like what this podcast is all about, of like having a voice in a, in a movie that's iconic that, you know, like billions of people are going to see and spend asinine amounts of money on versus like, Oh, are we going to show this? Like, weird quirky documentary about the black lives of you know inner city should, Charlotte. should we do river of god two or yeah. three like let's go yeah i thought but that honestly, maybe i thought that maybe better like the, at that. i thought that maybe better the, at the exact stuff the boardroom decisions of the hbo mac hbo max might be a little bit more boring than like sitting next to christopher nolan helping him write and produce his next movie. That was, I, I, that's what I was going It would for. be incredible to be in the room. I just don't think I could help that much. I love it. Hey, Ryan, good you'd work, be like, man. You'd be, like, you came up with? you'd be like, so what about J-Lo? And what if yeah. we called it River of God? <laughs> Eric could be like, can we get Zendaya in the film? <laughs> Is Tom Holland available? I just want you guys to know that I think this should be a regular segment. Ryan, well, if you could write shit like that, that would, was great. Would you would you rather with uh, with the screencast? Yeah, you can do it on sports too. That was great. Love that. All right, guys, it's time to announce our next rewatch. 
and it's going to be called with great rewatch comes great responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Didn't need to shop that at all. It's literally perfect. (laughs) So we're going to be doing a Spider-Man rewatch of all three Spider-Man universe, uh, starting with the very overrated Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Really? Tobey Maguire is my least favorite. Wait till you see Spider-Man 2 and see what you think. I think you're going to like it. It's I will bad. like it. I like, I'll like all of them, but I also like the Amazing Spider-Man. You do? Yes, I saw the first oh, one. Oh, we'll years. find out. Yeah, I can't wait. So we're gonna watch Spider-Man One. It's gonna be hard to watch. I think. I think Tobey Maguire is so looking, but it's gonna be fun. I can't wait. Watch it with us. Not even sure where we can watch him. I think you gotta rent it. But you know what? Fuck it. It's 2022. Rent it with us. Yeah, we're gonna rent them. I think they're four bucks a pop. Maybe three. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Toby Maguire is an ugly fuck. That that is part of the problem. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Well, okay. great rewatch comes great responsibility. Is it better with great power comes great rewatch? I don't think so. No, I no, think, I like I it. You, yeah, you got it right. Okay, guys. Finally, since Coachella happened this last weekend, we decided that we are going to fantasy book Coachella 2023. So the rules of the oh. game are: you have to pick a Friday night co-headliner and headliner. Saturday night, same. Sunday, the same. So we'll start. We'll each. We're gonna go day by day with each of yep. ours, uh, starting okay. on Friday night. I'm gonna go first. Sounds good. As the oldest, most out of touch person in the group, um, so that way I can set the bar very low, and you guys. No can, one's arguing with this. No, no, Let's you go. guys. No, you guys can clean it up after this. So Friday, first headliner, Lil Dicky, Dave Bird. Love it. That'd be so much fun. With Gata. Headliner, Childish Gambino. Ooh. That's, that's actually semi-realistic. They could pull uh, that off. Also, it's my wet dream of, like, pulling in two of our favorite FX shows. Yeah. Like, acts <laughs> into, like, Coachella. All right. So, All right. Saturday, um, first headliner, 21 Pilots. is going to draw a massive crowd, lots of money. Kind of all I care mm-hmm. about. Second is Billie Eilish. Okay. That's realistic. So, Sunday is the Deftones to start and Red Hot Chili Peppers and their new album, To Kill It. I wanted to pick Foo Fighters, but they don't have a drummer currently, unfortunately. Oh, I know. R.I.P. It would Taylor. be it would be Foo Fighters with Travis Scott. Yeah. Not, I'm sorry, not Travis Scott. No, I'll get it. With, with I'm drummer. sorry, Travis Barker. Travis yeah, Barker, yeah, 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 yeah from yeah. Blink-182. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do all you right, want I'll to go, go, go next? I'll go next. Uh, my Friday night, all right, it's a little old-time rock and roll. I'm going with my co-headliner, Bruce Springsteen, okay? Oh, uh, co-headliner? Yeah. What does that mean? And my headliner is Metallica. Oh, wow. Okay. Bruce Springsteen and Metallica. On Friday night at Coach, I'd be fired. Love it. Saturday. This one, I feel like you guys might not count. You might say I cheated. But I feel like it's mildly realistic, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is probably two people that would never go first and second. But I'm going to do it anyways. I'm going Justin Bieber, okay? Okay. And my main, my final act on Saturday is a combination of Eminem, Dr. Dre, and Snoop Dogg. It's kind of cheating. Kind of cheating. But, but that's cool. But that's fine. I mean, that'd be great. It's up and smoke back. Yeah. I mean, I love yeah, yeah. that. And then on Sunday, I'm going Kendrick Lamar and Nine Inch Nails. Okay. I'm just Kendrick picturing Lamar and Nine Inch Nails. I love that. I'm just picturing the boss 
like trying to come in, but like, and they dub me unforgiven. Like he's like trying to do like Metallica <laughs> lyrics, but it's just in spring scene. Like anyway. Um, all right. Friday night. Um, the white stripes. Okay. But this is the reunion. I want to see Meg average drummer playing the white stripes anthology with Jack white. Okay. And they open for the weekend who did close Coachella and I'm seeing in Chicago. I can't fucking wait the summer. So that's huge. Um, next night, Drake and yay. Drake opens for yay. I've never seen either. I would love to see either or both in one night. Um, and I think Drake is such a big deal, but he would still open for yay. Who's unbearable as a human probably incredible to see live i mean even even if you think about this this um like this last coachella here this last weekend like bieber came out in the middle of the show unannounced uh Mm -hmm. arcade fire came out pretty much last second announced uh and that was on the same night as like billy eilish like i don't think people are that worried about where they're at i think they're more worried about like being creative interesting collabing with people and surprising yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Make, yeah getting, their, getting their name out there for... Yeah, for, like, like people said, talking about their set. Yeah. Like, oh my God, can you believe that so-and-so showed up, you know, to be part of... Can you believe Andre 3000 showed up and did a, a song with Drake? Like, that's the kind of shit that people talk about. So, Sunday night, uh, we have Posty, Post Malone, who has 15 fucking awesome songs. Yep. And he's going to open for Bruce. Who I love. Uh, We both had Bruce. You know I love Bruce, right? And Bruce would bring it down. He's got one million tracks to do. I've seen Bruce one time live, and it was his River Tour, which means he did the entire River album. Kind of missed a lot of his fucking bangers that time. Uh, So I would love to see him. He played for three hours. It was insanity. He was like 65 years old. He played for three hours, and he was like – he was like running around, sliding on his. Well, knees. he did the whole. Yeah, he did the whole River album, and then he played a bunch of other shit with multiple encores. It was very cool, but that was great. Know. Yeah, so I love it, dude. I would, I would literally go to any of these. All right, shout, shout out if you're listening. Shout out to Eric and I for not mentioning Tool or a lot of other alt rock bands or Ghost or Ghost. Ghost yeah, Ghost is a big one. Ghost, they'd they'd be there, just not headlining. Yeah. Oh, they would not be at like maybe a smaller stage, but they'd yeah. kill it. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. So, guys, that's it. That's all the time we have this week on the Northeast Podcast. Go check out our sportscast. We talk about the T Wolves and the Wild. We talk about Anthony Edwards. It was a great episode. Go check that out. Otherwise, thank you guys for hanging out with us here on the Northeast Podcast.